In the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Nice to see all of you. Thank you for being here. Welcome to you. Welcome to you. We're watching online. So glad to see everyone. Um, man, what a year. This is the first, of course, the second Sunday back, but the first time it hadn't been a, uh, a monsoon. And, and so uh, we're just really glad to, to see everyone here. But man, what a year this has been. It is not quite halfway over. I mean, we still got a presidential election to look forward to, right? Get you. Get your popcorn, and uh, yeah, there have been a lot of memes about uh, this, you know, a meme, uh, a picture, sort of a funny picture on, on the internet. Uh, one said, y'all, the most normal part of this year has been the Tiger King, and uh, you know, if you, if you don't get that, then just count yourself fortunate. Um, so there have been a, a number of memes that say, like, uh, it'll say, my plans, and it'll have one picture, and then it'll say, 2020, and it'll have a sort of opposite picture. One said, my plans. It was a beauty queen receiving her crown, you know, just, just smiley and wonderful. And it said 2020, it was a picture of a zombie, you know, crazy eyes. And um, another one said, my plans had a picture of the Titanic. Uh, 2020 had a picture of an iceberg. So uh, and it's been that kind of year. And humor is a really good way to cope with it because uh, it has been hard, uh, sort of just crazy, weird, hard. So I said last week that uh, the sermons, because of just the circumstances we're in, the sermons are going to look at the Psalms uh, for a bit. And uh, the Psalm, the reason for that is the Psalms express every human emotion. Uh, every human emotion. They, um, they yell at God. They express sorrow. They praise God. And they hold on to faith in God and in God's sovereignty when the world around them is crumbling. So I need humor. I need friends. I need exercise. But what I really need is for God Almighty to speak through his word to my heart. So Psalm 100, you know, if you're looking in, a, in your Bible, if we don't have it written uh, in uh, in the bulletin, but if you're in the Bible, almost all the Psalms have a little header right at the top of the verse, and it might say it's a Psalm written by David, or a Psalm, um, a, a Psalm for the choir, something like that. And uh, this Psalm says it is a Psalm for giving thanks. Now, a lot of Psalms give thanks, but this is the only Psalm that says specifically that it is, it is a Psalm for giving thanks. And it made me think about 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, not the passage that Nolan just read from Romans chapter 5, that wonderful passage that is. But 1 Thessalonians 5 says this, says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. And it's, I, it's hard to give thanks in all circumstances. I mean, I don't know what your outlook is right now, but I... I don't mind telling you that the zombies and the icebergs just make it hard sometimes for me to give thanks. What a comfort that 1 Thessalonians does not say give thanks for all circumstances, but give thanks in all circumstances. In the midst of whatever it is that is going on in your life, give thanks to God. Now, Psalm 100 tells us how. And I need that. 
Psalm 100 begins with a lot of commands, imperative commands to be joyful. Uh, and I would say that's hard to hear when you are down. I'm mean, like, when I, and I um, my kids are, are going crazy, and, uh, and I tell them, you know, you need, you need to fix your attitude, right? That is good advice. This is good advice. They should fix their attitude. It's a command. I have yet to have one of them say, you know what, Dad, you are right. Thank you. Thank you, Dad, for calling me on that and, and straightening me out. Or when I have a bad attitude and, my, and Amy says, you need to adjust your attitude. Psalm 100 says, be joyful in the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing, as long as you're wearing your mask. Know that the Lord is God. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Give thanks to him. Call upon his name. Let me tell you, that is good advice. A lot of good advice. If it ended there, then it would be a great song for happy times. I mean, it would always be good advice. We should always serve the Lord with gladness, but it would fall on deaf ears unless things were going great. Stock market's up, kids are healthy, uh, we can have people over to our house for dinner. We can shake their hands for crying out loud. People feel safe when they're walking out of their house. Times like that, be joyful in the Lord, no problem. But without the last verse, this psalm would fall a little flat in times like we're in now. Seem a little distant. It's the last verse that makes this a psalm for right now. Because the last verse tells us about the character of God. The world around us is shifting sand. And Psalm 100 gives us truths about God that we can stand on. So that truly in all circumstances we can give thanks. From the place of health and happiness. From the five star performance review. Or from the coronavirus ICU. Or from the unemployment office. For the place of weeping at unexpected loss. We can give thanks in all circumstances because of who God is. The last verse begins with a very important word. It's just a little tiny word, three letters, the word for. It means you can know everything that I just told you is true because of what I'm about to tell you. The psalmist is saying, everything that I just told you about being joyful, about uh, giving thanks, about coming into his presence with thanksgiving, it's all true because of what I'm about to tell you. So three things, very quickly. We could, you know, we could spend all day on each one of these. First, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Now, normally when I teach about the goodness of the Lord, I'll say that uh, the, God is good because He is God. That God is good because He is Himself the author and the definition of what good is. That He does not submit to a standard of goodness beyond Himself because He is the standard. And that, that's all true, but I actually think the psalmist has something else in mind. 
I think the psalmist is saying that the Lord is pleasing to him. Like when I would say that someone is a good person, I mean that that, that is a person who can be trusted, a person whose character and whose morals, whose demeanor are pleasant, who are, uh, they're attractive to me. This is the kind of person I want to be around. And I think the psalmist is saying that the Lord is good, meaning he really likes God. He wants to be around God. That God can be trusted to abide and to provide and to bless and to forgive and to redeem. I think the psalmist is reminding us that no matter what is going on around us, the Lord is our refuge and our strength. The Lord who allows the suffering in and around our lives is also the one who gives us the strength to get through it and the one who redeems it. Jesus said, Not a sparrow falls apart from the eye of the Father, and you are much, much more valuable to the Father than a sparrow. Because the Lord is good. Next, the psalmist tells us that his mercy is everlasting. Maybe this was the biblical phrase that Archbishop Cranmer had in mind centuries ago when he wrote the prayer that declares that God's property is always to have mercy. That is the bent of God towards his people. It always has been mercy. It's all throughout both testaments of of the Bible. Don't let anybody tell you that the God of the Old Testament is an angry God. All throughout, 130 times, God is called merciful, steadfast in His love in the Old Testament. In fact, on top of the Ark of the Covenant in the temple, in the Holy of Holies, where God was said to sit as He judged His people, do you remember what it's called? Mercy seat. The mercy seat. God is merciful. And the psalmist says His mercy is everlasting. That word in Hebrew looks in both directions. It means antiquity and the future. He's not going to be merciful one moment and sneak up on you to get you the next. Right? God does use the suffering or the hard things in our life to, to sand off the rough edges or to humble us, or to correct us, or to bring us closer to Him. But the punishment for our sin has all been put out on, the, on Jesus, on the cross. And that grace is never taken away so that we can rest assured that the Lord is never not merciful. His mercy is everlasting. And finally, His faithfulness endures from age to age. See, the world that we're in right now is changing right in front of our eyes. Health protocols are changing. Church is changing. Racial relationships are changing. Politics are changing. Education is changing. Sports are changing. Take anything. Don't take our sports. And some of these changes can be wonderful and long overdue, but Some of them may not be, but either way, such a rapid change is disorienting. What can help us find our balance? The faithfulness of God 
The faithfulness of God. God is unchanging. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And just as His mercy is everlasting, so His faithfulness endures from age to age. So we don't need to wonder if God is less faithful now with all that's going on around us than He was during the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Or during the time of Jesus, for that matter. No, God is faithful. And He always will be. That will not change. We can stand on His faithfulness. Even when the world is crumbling around us. And so God says to you, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will never leave you or forsake you. Whoever believes in the Son will not perish, but have everlasting life. Friends, He is faithful from age to age. He is good to His Word. So whatever is happening in your life, whatever is happening around you in your life, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His faithfulness endures from age to age. And therefore, therefore you can, right now, Be joyful in the Lord and serve the Lord with gladness and come before His presence with a song and give thanks to Him and call upon His name. Amen.